Whisper in the yard and turn the trees all into toys. Lay there on the ground and turn the dirt into your joy. Before you start to drift, I'm your soul brother. Whisper in the yard and turn the trees all into toys. Lay there on the ground and turn the dirt into your joy. Before you start to drift, I'm your soul begins to scream. I just wanted to tell you that you're listening to a dream. Pace's Playground. Pace's Playground Podcast. What's up, bro? I am good. How are you doing in Quebec? I'm doing great, man. I'm uh, having a delicious Molson beer and uh, going to get a little buzz going, dude, and see what happens to me. I was wondering, <laughs> uh, I saw you guys at the Metropolis in Montreal two months ago with 10 years. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of girls, I should say. So my question was, how many of you guys are single in the band? Well, single on the road or single at home? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. There's, there's only there. a couple of guys who are single, but... But um, they but. still like to flirt. They won't cross that line. They won't do anything bad because they love their wives or girlfriends. But <laughs> there's nothing wrong with a little flirting, is there? I've got nothing Robert. against flirting, sir. Absolutely not. Yeah, I, it's beautiful because I could say anything because I'm in Canada. I know my girlfriend will never hear this. Cross fingers, man. Cross fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So look. No, I mean, Quebec, it's tough, dude, because uh, the girls here are just, it, it's pretty weird. It looks like a movie when you're walking around. Like, man. the girls all look like. It's they awesome. Belong in a, a, I don't know, man. In a it, magazine crazy, or a film. I, I just go back to the hotel and hide from them. Because <laughs> the temptation is great in Quebec City. Actually, I come from there. I've only been in Montreal for three years. Well, um, well Montreal is the same same way, dude. It's like you think all, all of. I, I mean, well, Quebec is is crazier. It's that. It's the, I've never seen any place anywhere like that even the united states or europe right? i've never mm -hmm. seen as many beautiful girls but montreal dude you're not it's not like you guys are having a hard time over there either <laughs> it's hard to keep our pants and or our eyes fixed on the prize man i know it's, it's very tough but if you do it you'll feel better about yourself when you die there you go there you go <laughs> <laughs> after kiss and the makeup mr bungle is slipknot what was the idea behind deciding that you would make the mask thing relevant in this day and age? Well, why? I mean, when we started, you know, when we started the band, with a whole lot, we wanted to do something different, which I think we accomplished, but that was only half of it. We didn't want to look like every band out there, you know, a bunch of guys with tattoos, making mean faces in the can. It's like, it's kind of corny and overdone. So we wanted the visual aspect to the band, a kind of artistry in that sense too, where it was striking in that way. And uh, that was the whole idea behind it. And I mean, in all honesty, when we started Hollywood Undead, it's not like we thought we were going to get big or, you know what I mean? Not that mm -hmm. we're big, but you know what I mean? Like, we didn't know what was going to happen. So you don't put that much thought process into it in the beginning. And now, you know, we're, it's part of, a, part of what the band is. So that, and then, you know, I think uh, one of the cool, the, the one aspect I like most about it is uh, when kids come, you know, they'll wear an ass too. And it kind of takes down the divide between the band and the crowd. It kind of makes it like the whole thing is kind of one group. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it kind of unifies us with uh, the, the audience and stuff. And so I've always thought that was one of the cooler things about it. So that, that was the reason behind it. Whether it's relevant or not, I mean, I can't, I can't judge. That's for other people to judge. So what's the inspiration behind the conception of the new masks? Because they, they're, they're really cool. The, uh, the integration of lighting in there is pretty original. Um, yeah, we wanted, well, I mean, like, like I said, there was a big part of the act and stuff or the, the image of the band. Not that we did it on purpose, but it just kind of grew on its own and uh, people responded to it. So when we came into the second record, we knew that was part of it. So we just wanted to make them something, you know, even more special. So we... Each person kind of worked on the art because everybody in this band can draw really well. We're all we always do graffiti, so 
writing as one of uh, the things we do. So we all drew up a new concept and kind of you kept it the same but changed it up. And then integrating the, the lights was just something that also adds to that visual aspect where when we play live and the lights are going off, I think uh, kids think it's cool, you know? They, mm -hmm. they like the way it looks. So that, that was really why. Did you ever expect to have a fan base composed of such a majority of girls three years ago? No, but I love it. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, I wish there were some more guys at our show sometimes because sometimes I'll go out into the crowd, you know, and you want to you wanna punch people and get punched, and then you realize you're just punching 16-year-old girls. Like, there's, a, <laughs> there's no fun in this. But, no, I mean, it, it's cool, and... Uh, If you have fans at all, you got to be grateful. The fact that they're girls, hey, it's just uh, icing on the cake. HU got recruited via MySpace. Do you think that MySpace is still a premium spot for new bands to get discovered? Or has the decline of the platform blemished its impact? Well, I mean, hey, we didn't, we just, honestly, all we did was put our music on MySpace like every other band. But that's where labels, like we signed the Interscope, and they found us on MySpace. So back then, labels themselves would actually look on MySpace to find bands. Because, hey, it's a lot easier than going and going to concerts, you know what I mean? Or finding bands that way. I don't believe it is anywhere near as useful a tool as it used to be. I mean, which is probably better, because the problem with today uh, with music is any kid with, like, a computer can make a song. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, it kind of it takes it back to the old school thing where you have to beat your feet in order to go anywhere. Because long, but you know, with Hollywood and Dead, we played God knows how many shows to nobody, you know, except our family or you know our buddies. Mm -hmm. um, and if you take that side of the work away, I don't think bands earn earn it as much. So I'm kind of happy about the whole thing. But yeah, I don't, you, my space isn't going to take you anywhere these days. I'm a huge fan of rap and rock when mixed together. I, I grew up with the new metal, new new rock type of thing going on. Considering the duality or dichotomy of rap and rock within your band's style is it difficult to artistically satisfy every member of the band well yeah i mean i think everybody in the band you know especially in the writing process the guys who write the songs there's a very distinct style difference and stuff like that and one of the things that makes all of them dead what it is you know the mesh type thing like you said the You know, there's different, obviously different conglomerates of music involved. It's because the different guys in the band all like different kind of music. So I think it's easy to identify, but once it becomes Hollywood Undead, I think it's Hollywood Undead no matter what, regardless of who wrote the song, you know, because everybody has some level of input on each song, and it kind of just blends into that. So I think you can identify the difference, but at the end of the day, it's just a Hollywood Undead song, you know? So what's up for the band? I mean, you're finishing tours with 10 years this summer. Um, what's next for the autumn or next year? Well, we actually, we were just home after that tour you saw us on. That was the very beginning. We were on tour for two and a half months, and we went to Europe, and then we went home for a couple of weeks. And now today in Quebec is the first day of a new tour that goes all summer. So the pain is just starting again now. <laughs> <laughs> is it that bad on tour? Here. Well, you know, I'm not used, like, when I'm home, I'm very relaxed, you know, I write music, and, and so today I woke up with a hangover that I haven't felt in a month, and it's very odd, so I know what's coming, you know, this summer, <laughs> and uh, I'm just preparing myself mentally and physically for the beating I'm going to have to take. I've heard Silly Ernoff Gottsmack on XM105 some time ago said that 
Uh, people do not realize what kind of hard work comes with a career in the music industry because all we see are music videos, you guys having fun on stage. He's absolutely right. I mean, it's true. You know, what, what an audience or someone sees like that is the shows and, you know, uh, a music video, so on and so forth. It, it, there's, a, there's a whole other side to it that's, that's very difficult. I mean, you, know, you don't see your family for three months at a time or whatever. Some people don't, you know, I think some people respond really well to being on the road and then some people don't. So I think that's kind of a way to weed people out is people want to be in bands, but once they realize what you have to do in order to be in a band, it kind of weeds the people who really want to do it out because there is a lot of sacrifice that goes into being able to do it. And if you're not willing to make those sacrifices, you have no, uh, you're not going to, you got no business doing music because it's, it's a part of it for every band, you know? Have fun tonight in Quebec and please try to keep your wee-wee to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude, maybe I'll see you next time we're in Montreal now that I know you. Yeah, absolutely. We'll give you, I'll give you a heads up. All right, cheers, All right, man. Take care, man. Later, dude. Hey, what's up? This is Johnny Three Tears from Hollywood Undead. You listen to my friend Bass's Playground. Peace! Bass's Playground Podcast. Find it, hear it on SoundCloud and iTunes. Comment, react, or troll via Twitter at PlaygroundPod, Facebook.com slash PlaygroundPodcast. Email PlaygroundPodcast at Hotmail.com. PlaygroundPodcast.com.